0: I'm strong and goodie so with my dad <laughs> and Zogadi. Can I press
1: that bad button? Are we ready
0: to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. Why are you here?
2: You're supposed to be a I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now he's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Si, senor. Yeah, a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. You know, I had another idea, but I'm going to go with manufactured outrage. That Mario thing reminds me... Listen, uh, do you run a company? Do you work for someone who runs a company? Are you in marketing? Are you in management? The internet was enraged, angry, indignant. That the, whatever the hell game company announced that Mario is no longer a plumber. Nintendo. Nintendo, thank you very People were enraged. Same level of rage that your company gets. Well, I heard uh, this have you guys, this are, or uh, I heard Armstrong and Getty said this. Same level of rage that a fictional game guy is no longer a plumber. Man, just learn to ignore it. It's interesting because I come into work today actually outraged, somewhere between outraged and totally despondent. Really? As the political party I belong to, whatever party is supposed to exist and represent fiscal conservatives, is completely dead. Oh, yeah. Completely, 100%, no heartbeat, no brainwaves. You might as well belong to the Bull Moose Party. Yeah. Why don't you become a Whig? I belong to a group of people, and I don't know what we should call ourselves, but we uh, we have no represent. We have, we have we don't have enough representation in D.C. to do anything. Correct. The fiscal conservative group, the people that think, geez, you can't keep spending more than you take in, the country will collapse. The number of people who want to do anything about that is so small, you can't even have a voice. Excuse me, could I get... Shut up! Right. That's what we get. Right. And that's with everybody, every branch of government being controlled by ours. It's that way. So I'm about as despondent about the uh, state of America as I could be. Yeah. If I didn't have kids, I'd be, you know, what are you going to do? Fine. I, whatever. I'll be all right. Ain't going to happen in my lifetime. But because I have kids, it changes from anger to, des- to being despondent. I That's agree. why you got to have people have children. If you have a childless society, everybody can do what I, I would, you know, would do without kids. Whatever. F y'all. All y'all, you want to do that? Take her down. Go ahead. Let the people of the future deal with the disaster. I'll be gone. You know, I've got problems, too. I'm wearing one of those shirts where uh, one button unbuttoned is way too tight. I look like a priest, and two buttons I look like at a disco in 1978. (laughs) Did you forget your chain necklace? Yeah, I (laughs) know. You do look like Simon Cowell today. I know. I got a little hair peeking out. You look uh, like that guy that got fired from Fox. Oh, yeah. Er Bowling for sending penis <laughs> pictures to girls. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, he always wore his shirt like that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I hear you completely. I just, and this, you know, my mood will shift as it so often does. But uh, right now, I have a mood of acceptance of you've just got to. It's like Ray Yay on your wedding day. You got to decide. All right, it's raining. It's not going to stop raining. Got to move inside. I know the flower arrangement. Blah blah. We got to move inside. At this point, we're we're descending into a debt choked socialist hell, and <laughs> and and one must figure out how to best manage that reality because it's over. Well a DCSH. You know, I'm I'm that uh, debt choked socialist hell. I'm that charming Colin Mcgregor fellow, Connor. Exactly, <laughs> that's how that guy, that guy. with the whiskey, oh, this tastes great, doesn't it? Um, he, you know what? He wobbled. He he yep. did his best. He got hit on the head a bunch of times, and and uh, the fight's over. But he acquitted himself quite nicely, and and now is going to sell whiskey. So there's no point in voting. I'll tell you that. Anyway, unbelievable, freaking.
1: Freaking unbelievable. Ironic that the guy complaining about a lack of representation is also petitioning others to not vote. <laughs> well, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't matter if it plays. I can
2: I if can... voting made a difference, they wouldn't let us do it, Sean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's pretty good. It's the most yeah. compelling argument yeah. I've ever yeah. heard that about. That.
2: Is that that is your all time quote. The power. That is your all time quote. Nah, I, yes, stole it. I stole it. Oh man, oh. that's good. Oh. That is really good. If voting made any difference, they wouldn't let us do it. You know what we're going to do today? Study the world! Study the world!
0: <laughs> study the
2: world! Uh, study the world. Correct. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers, wearing a powder blue shirt. How are you this morning, Michael?
1: I'm doing good. I actually saw some very cool video of uh, the 185 to 200 mile an hour winds of Hurricane Irma. And I usually don't watch these things that much, but i got to admit, I've never seen anything like it, where it just... They show it blowing, and everything literally, is like, trees are just flat. I mean, they're, they're like, yeah. at a right angle, and, I mean, just... Amazing. It's really amazing thing to see, actually.
2: 200-mile-an-hour wind. It's hard to even imagine. Yeah. Um. Uh. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
1: We have success. Podcasts have been posted. The fans... They are appeased. <laughs> Fantastic. This is, a very, this is a, a, a very monumental thing. As I tweeted yesterday, this is like in Jurassic Park when the Raptors learned how to open doors. This uh, is a game changer. Cool. Uh, my skill set is expanding, everybody.
2: I was afraid the fans were going to storm the castle and drag us into the streets and beat us. As we made clear yesterday, however, a permanent file is permanent, Sean, and... That screw-up will be entered into it.
0: (laughs)
1: Wow. But
2: that's good Any addendums to that? Fantastic. In your permanent file. Uh, There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news
0: every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. We have celebrity birthdays today. Two ladies of song today. We have got disco diva singer I Will Survive's Gloria Gaynor hitting 68, and Chrissy Hine of the Pretenders is turning 66. Of the two ladies... Who do you think
2: has the larger net worth? I would certainly hope Chrissy Hind. Yeah, unless she gave it away because
0: she's super into
2: that sort of thing. Go ahead.
0: All right, here we go. It is Gloria Gaynor, her net worth $20 million. What? Really? Off that
2: one song? What? Did she
0: marry an <laughs> industrialist or something? That uh, song
1: has had a long shelf life, though. Yes? Does she get royalties every time it's sung yeah, at karaoke? Probably. she write it or she anything like that? She uh, probably does.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and her career kind of sagged a bit, and then all of a sudden it has rebounded since uh, the- a bit of of a stretch since but. the mid 90s yeah. anyway yeah chrissy hines uh, net worth 12 million dollars so 12 that, million, 20 million
2: that i will survive is ubiquitous though i mean it is just it's it, it's it's going to end up being it's like the star-spangled banner i mean it's just going to be around for centuries first of all a quick explanation yes. kids uh we used to listen to music on records and they had two different sides okay so just accept that now uh the first side of the first pretenders album is one of the greatest. Albums ever, the second side is pretty flaccid, but the first side is mind blowing. L- get it? Listen to it. I don't like the word flaccid. I'm troubled by it? <laughs> Troubling memories? It. No, no. I've never really had a problem there. I just don't oh, like the go. word. Congratulations. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, September seventh, year 2017. We Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right. Let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules and regulations, here we go. At Mark. Oh, that's me. Yes. That is the sound of a 200-mile-an-hour wind. Yep. It's also the noise that was going through Mitch McConnell's head in the Oval Office <laughs> meeting as he realized the president was going to turn on him and go with the Democrats since he was given no heads-up whatsoever. Yikes. <laughs> and was just sitting there on the couch I saying, What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? So we're going to do what they want, completely what they want. Like, not even make them move an inch. Just go completely with what they ask for. Their opening bid, we're just going to accept. You're going to accept their opening bid. Okay. 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 You you weren't going to give me a hit. Okay. Okay. Interesting. It's entertaining, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, what are well, the we'll headlines? Explain what the heck is going on? What Jack's raving about? Uh, a, a deal cut by Trump and the Democrats yeah. about the budget. What are their headlines, Marshall?
0: Well, Hurricane Irma. MIT says the hurricane has twice the energy of all the bombs used in World War II. And she's I'm moving good. toward America. Not
2: sure I know what that means, but that's interesting.
0: And Trump, as you mentioned, sending shockwaves through Capitol Hill. And former White House chief strategist Steve Bannon speaks. We have a sixty Minutes preview coming up six thirty five. Armstrong and Getty. You know, if you did picture all the
2: destructive power of all the bombs of WW two, and just made it a whirling dervish moving across the earth as opposed to coming out of airplanes, it's pretty amazing. Clearly, God's wrath. Uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. Got a spared mailbag.
1: Fantastic at least
2: for now. Fantastic. Uh yeah, so it's just gonna be pretty good. I think it's actually gonna be a pretty good show today. It's been a rough week. So today, <laughs> today maybe we rebound. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. How you doing? Um, hey, uh, Michael. This is uh, this is a latter day pretenders. The acceptable hit. This is not off their groundbreaking, mind-blowing first album. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm ignorant when it comes to the pretenders. You're beyond ignorant. Joe's going deep into the 40-year-old music vault. (laughs) That's right. It's a nice song, though. She's going to use her arms and legs. It's nice. (laughs) Athletic (laughs) gal, I'll tell you, I'm not kidding. Uh I am despondent. Oh, my. So sorry. Despondent. I don't see, I, don't, I can't even imagine a uh, political shift that would bring us to um, a group of people with any power that care about the fiscal stability of this country. We are fully into the, I mean, we're we're just, maybe I'm just slow to accept it. We're just so far into the, we'll just spend as much as we want, give people as much as we want until we collapse as a nation. And we're just not going to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Spend a buck twenty for every dollar we take in. Yeah, there's until just the world cares. markets turn on the U.S. and its currency, then there will be enormous raises in tax, enormous taxes. Oh, of course. Choking. I, I know what happens. Yeah, I know what right, happens. Yeah. Greece. I've seen it. I've I've seen what happens. I just can't believe that there's that there's not a like a a political group somewhere. That wields some power, even if they lose most of the time. There's mm-hmm. just nobody. There's just nobody. Right. I, I might be the only person in the country even talking about it today. It reflects the electorate. Yes, that's that's. There what are makes no me sad. votes for your stupid yeah. old philosophy. That's what makes there's, me sad. There's no will. Right. Right. Jack Grease. Danny Zuko, Sandy, Summer Lovin, <laughs> all time great. Mailbag. It's unbelievable. More on that to come. Why is Jack despondent? He's your despondent correspondent. Stay with us. Pods are back. Thank you, thank you, thank you for getting the podcast going again. You guys are the best. That's Scott. That's plainly a, a compliment. Why don't you listen to the radio when it's coming out of the speakers? That's right. Hear it fresh. it fresh. It sounds better fresh. Donna. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. There's more thank yous, but I have no time. Life is now worth living again, for reals. That's a compliment. Hey, fellas, I'm a new listener from Santa Cruz. Love your news magazine. Any way one can get some tickets to watch your show live? Troy from Santa Cruz. P.S. Do you supply barf bags? See, that seemed like a compliment. And seemed like it's not a compliment. Mm. The old switcheroo. Here's a nice note from Jeff. F off. You've lost this faggoty listener. Jack, you are a moron. Joe, you are an egotistical jerk. Good riddance. That's a friend of Armstrong and Getty over 10 years who's yes. no longer listening because... You are a moron. Well, I, I, that's a- not and, new. And I am an egotistical jerk. You know what? It's, 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 it, taking lemons, making lemonade, it's nice to know I'm not a moron in his eyes. And you're certainly not an egotistical jerk. I'm a very pleasant moron. So, <laughs> in a way, and I am a well-informed egotistical and maybe jerk. maybe that guy's
1: just a slow learner. It takes but, him 10 years to okay. really realize what's going on. Now,
2: I, you know, I, dro- I dropped him a note. I said, listen, I, I, what are you mad about? Why are you mad, bro? <laughs> Uh Because I'm curious. I'm beyond curious. I'm concerned. If he's been hanging with us that long, I'd like to know what's made him so unhappy. I can't imagine what it is. I have pulled this maneuver before in my life, trust me. Uh, And I'm generally not proud of it when I do. The, I'll never use your service or business again. But if you don't tell them why, then there's no point. I mean, if you're telling them because you think it's going to sting, it's the why that's really going to make a difference if you actually want to have any... Say, yeah, if you actually care, I mean, if you care enough to express your your unhappiness slash outrage, I yeah. mean, come on, you give us a clue. But anyway, I dropped him a nice note. I said, I actually want to know. And I'm sorry to hear that. And blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, ah, on the top two pro ha- Trump to anti Trump could be. Patty writes, Jack, you used to live a self-absorbed life. Now that you're looking outward, there will be satisfaction in sacrificing for your family and others and your life will be less complicated. Bravo for giving a voice. To the simple life. No, I have that. It's just when you eliminate every single vice, including like even any sugar on your cereal. Mm. That's that's the question. Sugar on your cereal. Wow. Can you eliminate every vice in your life? Well, no. I. Uh, well, yeah. That's, that's the, the topic. question. Although, not since I was like seven years old have I put sugar on my cereal. Seriously. <laughs> well, good for you. I mean, sugar on your cereal. <laughs> Do you put chocolate syrup in your beer? Come on, man! I find Rice Krispies a little bland with no sugar. How about a or banana? Cheerios. Huh? You Cheerios. You ever slice up a little fruit in there? No. That's nice. No? no? No. You don't slice up a little banana in Rice Krispies? No.
1: On freaking believe Never once in my life. What? Sprinkle some blueberries on top? No. a little milk? Strawberries. Oh, oh, no. How have you ever put some oh, strawberries on? Strawberries no. on cereal. That's no. good stuff. No, no. I don't. Have you
2: ever diced a mango <laughs> and put it on your Rice Krispies?
1: I have not. Wow. a Com-
2: quad? That's crazy. Where were you? Ah, the simple If you life. eliminate every vice right. from your life. That's my point. Oh, yeah. Can you eliminate <sighs> all the vices from your life and then still get up in the morning and say, all right, here we go, with none of them. Now, I still got coffee. So what if I took that away?
1: Oh, That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> oh, no.
2: I-, I would say you would probably reach a higher state of enlightenment. I don't know if I know anybody who does that, so... I think you would be a, a better more advanced person. I'm not sure I'm signing up oh, for that. I, I do think you'd be better. I just I like I don't I can't think off the top of my head if I know anybody who's eliminated all the vices from their life. You don't drink, smoke, uh, eat bad food, spend money, sex, nothing. Right. Take right. everything out. So, but uh, there's no point in marital day. sex. You're not talking about that because that's not a vice. No. Okay. No. Um you 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 you're kicking it monk style. And apparently from what I read, to do that, you go into a, a long period of this sucks, <clears throat> but you come out the other side mm. very happy. I don't know how long the this sucks period lasts, but mm. I'd be worried about dying in the middle of it. <laughs> and the last chunk of my life just sucking. <laughs> it's an interesting thought though. I made it that's to the misery funny. part. Yeah, but this misery part's working good. When's this end? Well, that's you gotta you gotta study the Buddha, apparently. Mm. Um, I mean, even Jesus said, this party's lame, let's turn some water into wine, you know? Let's get this party started, yo, saith the Lord. That's the NIV translation. Exactly. Moving along, Amy, with a, uh, a little, uh, a little uh, piece of artwork here, I, I believe it to be apocryphal, but it amused me, here in the bookstore is a picture of Hillary Rodham Clinton's book, What Happened? And right next to it is another book with a smiling picture of Donald Trump on it, titled I happened <laughs> That's pretty good yeah, that's pretty funny got that Hillary so far everything I've heard out of the Hillary Clinton book has been interesting and doesn't shed uh, a good light on her so far. yeah, it's pretty lame and I don't far. know who I, I, I who's choosing the excerpts I assume her book company They're choosing yeah. experts, excerpts that make her look worse so far in yeah. my opinion yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see is that a corn dog is Jeremy's topic? relating to uh, Sean walking into the, uh, the studio yesterday with a delicious looking victual that we believe to be a corn dog Jeremy writes the Jimmy Dean flapjack stick is one of the most delicious concoctions of convenience ever made It comes in an original and a blueberry pancake variety Ooh, and you when you dip it in maple syrup uh, it is heavenly even better you can buy a huge box of them from Costco so that they last at least a couple of days delicious. <laughs> A couple of days. So it's a sausage on a stick wrapped in a pancake. Yeah,
1: yeah, breakfast sausage it's, wrapped in a pancake. Oh, I don't, I don't find the need to dip it in the maple syrup. I think the pancake already has like that that flavoring kind of infused yeah. in it, which I'm sure is perfectly safe.
2: Um right. I really it's hard for me to imagine anything better than that. That's a sausage? Odd. I've never had one. And uh, you know, I it seems to me I have.
1: The McDonald's has a similar treat for you, don't they? So, yeah, the, the, the pancake is similar in the fact that it's already kind of like a maple flavored pancake. But, but isn't it wrapped
2: it's, around something? It's or? the McGriddle. The, the, yeah, the, that's, that's a breakfast
1: one. sandwich with pancakes as the bread. <laughs> <laughs> what a great country. Next even though we're What's dying. causing
2: America's obesity problem? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, scientists weigh in. <laughs> And finally, this from David. You know what would put an end to this North Korea nuclear stuff? If one of those missiles could go off course into China and blow up. Wonder if the CIA's black cyber ops could make that happen. Well, nice, David. Now you've disclosed what we're working on. Wow, that's a good one. And that's what Henry Kissinger's been talking about lately, the great diplomat. We got to come up with a reason to make China care. We keep asking them to do something that's in our interest, but doesn't benefit them in any way, and that never works. And they, t- they keep telling us, "Yeah, yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah, they yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll get back to you." Hmm, there you go. The fabulous first Pretenders album.
1: So Marshall Phillips
2: is going to get into what's going on in the world, and it's. Oh, uh, well, you want to be sad? You want to be angry? You want to be sangry? Sad and angry. Stay tuned, huh? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. you know? What do you think? Dropped my iPhone and smashed the screen yesterday. Oh, no. First time I've done that. Really sucks. Uh, let's get the First news. First time? Huh? First time? Wow, that's a good run. Yeah. I've done it multiple times. I'm very clumsy. Yeah, well, I was riding dirty with no case. You can't do that. <laughs> wow. You know, the phone is really cool to carry around with no case. It's oh, yeah. slim and it looks cool. Yep. But you pay a price at some point. Well, I know why I can't have nice things. So I don't. I have a big bulky case. My wife and I are now both walking around with phones with cracked screens, which is really a whiskey tangle look. It's really the white trash look. <laughs> Did you have, have the, the experience of, of time slowing
1: down as you watched oh, yeah. it? Pass- oh, oh, no. Maybe I <laughs> can kick save. <laughs> <laughs> he was riding dirty. Yep. That's right. Let's get
2: the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well,
0: Hurricane Irma on a course it could put the monster storm in Florida by the weekend. The Cat 5 storm still packing sustained winds of 180 miles an hour, gusts of up to 220 as it marches across the Caribbean this morning. Barbuda, more than 90% destroyed, according to the island's prime minister, who called What percent destroyed? 90%. 90% destroyed? Yep. Yep.
2: Wow. I've done a little vacation in in that uh, part of the world. It's absolutely beautiful, but it's pretty third-worldy. The like where the locals do their right. thing, it's pretty damn so. It started seventy-five percent destroyed. Well, yeah, their infrastructure and, and the roads and everything are not uh, 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 such that they could easily survive this stuff. I mean, it's gonna, it's just gonna tear the place up.
0: Yeah, the uh, the island's prime minister is calling uh, his home pretty much just rubble now. Some have lost
2: whole roofs. Some properties have been totally demolished. The island is literally underwater. In fact, I'm of the view that, as it stands now, that Barbuda is barely habitable. Hurricane! Well, that's wild. That's just, uh, sorry, crazy tangent, but that guy's accent was very, very similar to my dad's best friend when I was growing up, who's from Trinidad, Um, Ed. uh, Wonderful guy, he's no longer with us, unfortunately, but, uh, yeah, yeah. What is that accent? Uh, Caribbean. They speak English. Uh, Sure, Mm -hmm. yeah, many, many do. Mm. That's correct, yeah.
0: Well, real shocker, before legislators began voting on a hurricane relief package, President Trump sidestepped congressional Republican leaders and threw his support behind a big Democratic funding plan. The proposal links Hurricane Harvey disaster aid to a three-month extension of government funding and a three-month boost in the debt ceiling. At their bipartisan White House meeting, Republican leaders reluctantly agreed to link the three items and get the package approved as soon as possible. After that, the House went out and passed a bill providing billions of dollars in federal relief for the survivors of Harvey on a 419 to 3 vote, and that bill's now headed to the Senate. Here's one of the many things that make me despondent over this, and to focus it on Trump
2: as usual, to me, is a huge mistake. Um, it, it's about the Republican Congress, it's about, this, it's about the mood of the country, it's about the electorate, it's about what we want. We're perfectly happy, apparently the vast majority of us with taking in or spending way more money than we take in. And that's why there's only a tiny number of Republicans that were uh, enough of them were willing to hold out on these debt ceiling votes that they can't pass it on just ours alone because there's enough of them and say, no, you need to cut spending before I'm going to vote to raise the debt limit again. There's enough of them to do that, that the Republicans can't push it through on their own. The, and ra- the rest knows of them, the majority of the Republicans are, by the way, willing to vote for increasing the debt limit without any strings attached. Right. And it's just a leverage point. Everybody knows that you have to raise it because you've already spent it and you can't default on your debt. But it's a it's a great maneuvering time. Yeah. Uh, it's a leverage point to say, look, we've got to stop spending more than we're taking in. And, but now they've just set out out with it. Well, and it was just not very many years ago. Even when the Democrats were in charge, they would have to they would have to do a little something toward yeah. debt control to get people to go along to pass it. Right now, the Republicans don't even have to put anything on there to because uh, you have to keep in mind even without Trump, Paul Ryan's plan was. We put it off, we get, we do in 18 months, we right. get past the next election with no strings attached. So they just wanted to kick the can down the road past the next election. The next election, that's when we'll deal with spending. Not now, when we've got the biggest majority we've had in 100 years. Now's not the time. Next election. So even the Republicans before Trump went to the Democrats, they weren't going to do anything about it. Right. There's There's just really no political will for dealing with our... Entitlement problem. There just isn't any. We have a tax and spend uh, party and
0: a spend party, as they say. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Former White House chief of, uh, or chief strategist, rather, Steve Bannon is sitting down with Charlie Rose this weekend for a 60 Minutes interview. So how do you want to be perceived, you, today? Because you have a media image. Media image, I think, is pretty accurate. I'm a street fighter. That's what I am. More than that. No, I think I'm. A, I think I'm a. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a street fighter. And by the way, I think that's why Donald Trump and I get along so well. Donald Trump's a fighter, great counterpuncher. As for his plans moving forward, Bannon was telling Rose, "I'm going to be his wingman outside for the entire time to pretend." So you'll not be attacking him. Donald Trump in your I, I role. Get, in no. right. our, our purpose is to support Donald Trump. By the way, and we destroy, destroy his we, enemies. To make sure his enemies know that there's no free shot on goal.
2: We were just discussing yeah. while you're out of the room, Joe. That. Maybe sixty minutes time has come and gone, uh, in that I don't think you can do an interview on a Tuesday now and air it on a Sunday. The world changes too fast. Oh, wow, interesting. Them right. talking to Steve Bannon Who again? That was a couple of weeks ago that he was a big deal. Right. Talking to him about neo Nazis and Confederates and Ku doesn't right. that just seem like old news? It's all DACA and hurricanes now. Yeah. Yeah,
1: or this or debt or or ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. North yeah. Korea.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Well, North Korea is kind of Tuesday, you know. This is Thursday. Everybody, wake up. Yeah, and it's Thursday. By Sunday night, who knows what the story will be? But yeah, yeah, I suppose I'll watch because I'm interested in it. But I wish they would have interviewed Bannon after Trump right. sided with the Democrats right. on the debt ceiling thing. If yeah. I'd like to have heard that. Meanwhile,
0: right. a sidebar on all list: The Daily Mail is reporting that former White House colleagues of Bannon are incensed. He's sitting down with Charlie Rose for that interview. They want him to shut up and go away. One of the aides saying, for somebody who liked to talk trash about the media, Bannon sure is kissing up to him a lot. No? And now that he's gone, he can showboat all he wants, I guess, but it's just going to underscore what a lousy, lousy team player he always was. Said you know another.
2: You know what? I like angry gossip. I really do. It's fun. The Bible warns us against it, but I'm a bad man. Uh, the what? Bible! That's your vice. Give up th- that vice. Tough. It's a tough whoa, one. Oh, boy. But what, about, uh, what about the country? What about uh, jobs? What about taxes? What about anything that affects any American family? You got anything to say about that? No. Oh, I'm mad at him because he was mean to me. What about the freaking people? Nobody cares. D.C., I'm telling you, it's the capital in the Hunger Games. If you haven't watched the Hunger Games, stream it on the device of your choice today and dig the way the people in the capital act and look and think about the rest of the country. The the book's an allegory. It's It's fiction, you realize. But...
0: It's, it's based on something. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West.
2: And then Jennifer Lawrence shoots bows and arrows at people? I don't get it. That's right. Mm. How's that factor in? It's, it's fun to watch. Hey, have you seen that story about uh, the Russians had many, 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 many fake news stories they put on Facebook during the election campaign? The Russians. Did you pass some of them along? Stay tuned. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. That and a bunch of other stuff coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, Guys, check this out. I saw that Starbucks has uh, started selling a new sushi burrito. (laughs) When asked how much it cost, Starbucks said, don't worry, you'll pay for it later. (laughs) Come on. Seriously? We're above that, aren't we? That kind of humor? What are you, my children? Oh, it's just... I, for one, am disgusted. Yeah, I am too. Do you see Amazon's going to build a second headquarters? Uh, this is huge. Now, cities and states all across the country you are... You can't have two headquarters. Yeah, point of contention. Then you're two headed. Well, they are. Then gonna, you're a circus freak. They're calling it HQ two. It's going to be their second headquarters. But so this is what's coming to your town if you win. You know the heart of Amazon, and they decide this is where they want to be. They're going to build a five billion dollar building and have fifty thousand employees, many of them at very good wages. Wow. I mean, that's a that's like General Motors coming to your town in the yeah. 50s. I mean, this is a change-your-area-forever sort of thing. And so they're just shopping around. Who wants this? Anybody got anything? A little tax break or a little something? Yeah. us uh, uh, wanting to bring in a $5 billion building and 50,000 good jobs? Oh, yeah. They're going to negotiate like fiends, too, and, and get a lot of concessions, huge concessions. I would point out that the union uh, auto jobs of the Vester uh, year were very different than the, you know, most of the Amazon jobs these days. Uh but so it goes. That's a lot of jobs for a local area to all of a sudden show up. Oh, yeah. Holy It's absolutely cow. fantastic, yeah. I wonder where it'll be. Are they talking? Are there rumblings? Nope. nope. Rumors? Uh, back to Starbucks uh, real quickly. I happen to get this from a beloved listener. I don't think she has, requests anonymity. Uh, Roxanne. Starbucks is a coffee shop. It's kind of a green logo, maybe you've seen one. It's a chain, isn't it? I mean, there are Starbucks in various places around the country. Is that if, correct? Yeah. If you've had, if you've never seen one, well, look out your window. You're <laughs> most likely near one right now, wherever you are. Yeah, wherever you're listening. So uh, last week I heard peace your show about Starbucks releasing their pumpkin spice latte due to slumping sales. I'm not a fan of this drink. Couldn't care less about its release. Surely that's not cool to 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 Instagram that anymore. Or tweet it out, is it? That you've got your pumpkin spice latte. Oh, lord surely that's not uh, it, a cool it, thing it if you do I loathe you stay away from me that, brands you, that brands you a lamo doesn't it oh yeah I mean uh, the, the king and or queen of the lamos yes. <laughs> that said my husband does like the drink so well in Fresno California over Labor Day I went to uh the uh, Starbucks to get him to drink the scene um uh, I go to the counter order the pumpkin spice latte cashier said oh that's for uh, gold card members only. That's what I am. Lord, king of the joiners. <laughs> anyway, where was I? That's for gold card members only. I said, really? That's not mentioned in your national ad. Let me check with my manager. I didn't know there was anything that was only if you had a gold club membership. Manager says, nope, gold club members only. We release to the general public next week. You thought they'd give those foot massages to everybody?
1: I well, I knew that was exclusive.
2: I went ahead and ordered something else. Got to the barista area. Asked the barista... So you have pumpkin spice latte stuff, but I cannot get any until next week. Yeah, that's correct. To say I was floored by this denial of a drink they could have made for me would be an understatement. I've managed sales teams for years, have always empowered my teams to take care of the customer no matter what. No need to ask me, I'll stand behind you. They should have given me the drink or at very least explained membership and the benefits and said, would you like to become a member now? They didn't do that? I thought no. that was the whole point. No. They said, no, you don't get it. And it's free to just get this app and blah de blah Right, right. huh I have no desire to have a card, don't have the time or patience for these things, but have spent enough at Starbucks over the years to earn 100 gold cards. Done with Starbucks for life! Yeah, if that happened to me, I probably would never darken their doors again, or at least until I was really desperate. And, and apparently it's happening all over the U.S. because they don't mention it in the end. At- and I didn't know they did that. That's a bad move. Here's an amen to Sean. Pumpkin Spice is a true bully. Not only is Pumpkin Spice a flavor bully, as you've pointed out for years now, but it encourages bullying behavior around it, a culture well, of bullying, if you will.
1: Well, this is what happens when you enable a flavor bully to go unchecked for right. season after season right. after season, and nobody calls him calls to the mat for it.
2: Right, exactly. So now you've got a culture of bullying at Starbucks, and Roxanne, who has spent enough uh, over her lifetime to probably buy a, a, a franchise, is done with you for life. You mermaid logo sporting sons of bitches. Milkshake shop that also has coffee. And those scones. Only 50,000 calories. (laughs) Yummy. It's walnut, so I'm eating healthy. (laughs) Nice. So coming up, if we can squeeze it in. I hope we can squeeze it in. Relationship rules for men. From a book in 1913. Like it. Will it be hilariously outdated? Will it be quaint? Will it be shockingly relevant to today's relationships? You must stay tuned. Mm. Of course, can we promise we'll get to it next hour? Because I hate to tease things and not pay them off. Sure. Because we've got a really good guest at quarter after. We've we got to deal with the whole debt thingy. We can do it right after the news if you want. Really? If you want. Okay. There's the plan. I do have a quick question on the debt thingy. Do you think this is a... Uh... Do you think Trump has made a shift of some sort, like a strategic? I'm gonna side with the Democrats and get stuff done, like some people are talking. Or was it just a maybe he thought of it thirty seconds before he did it because he didn't tell anybody? I could he didn't be- tell anybody. I-, I could believe either one. I suspect it's it's more the latter. He thought, yeah, it's fine with me. Now, we I've been saying for quite a while that I it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if he if he moves toward the left, loses a chunk of R's, mm-hmm. but gets a giant chunk of D's, and therefore becomes almost unbeatable. Right. I wouldn't yeah. know, I've been saying that's from the beginning. Yeah, I could see it, I suppose. You know, some of this debt ceiling stuff is dumb politics anyway. Um, it's just, uh, I mean, the whole government shutdown thing is phony and stupid. It's just populist politics, so... If you're going to have something you call a debt ceiling, oh. why wouldn't you try to extract something from it? Well, right. As a point of leverage to, okay, we gotta do something about... it, Social Security, Medicare, whatever. Why wouldn't you? And neither party does! Right. What's the point of it? It's... there is no point, it's a farce. They gotta do away with it at this point. It's a joke. Honey, we're going to have a debt ceiling, which will change every month. Are you with me? Crazy! Right. Uh, You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.